Another week, another episode. That's three weeks in a row. I think we deserve a pat on the back for that one. Hey, let's we're, go. We're close to a month, baby. We're close to a month. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, Rangers keep their hot streak going. We'll dive into that. Um, they signed a former two-star or two-time All-Star. So we'll dive into that as well. Premier League opened up finally. About time. I miss football, bro. Uh, the yeah, other football nice. will start soon, but the real football just started. <laughs> uh, we'll both uh, talk about our teams, West Ham and Spurs, how they did over the weekend. Tap into some big games that happened. Um, we'll talk about Neymar and how he just wasted his career, uh, clearly, at 31. Um, we've got some James Harden stuff, and obviously we'll deep dive into Dallas Cowboys. They had their first uh, preseason game. Was not excited to watch that. I'm not even sure if you watched it. I just had it in the background, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, I kind of just kept up with the stats, truthfully. It and wasn't that's worth fine, watching. Bro, that's fine. Right now, we just got to yeah, look at the stats. It's preseason. And then, it's yeah, and then the Mavs got their um, – we got some – some sneak peeks to their uh, opening game, Christmas game, and the in-game season tournament schedule came out. So we'll definitely tap on that. So we'll start off with uh, Premier League. Uh, Bournemouth and West Ham, I, um, I'll i take the point before the game started. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I thought we were going to lose. I just thought, <laughs> I was like, um, it's an away game. Bournemouth, yeah, they're like a relegation team, but I still feel like you know, our new signings are still coming in. Edson had just got there, so I knew he wasn't going to play. We just signed uh, James Ward-Prowse. Uh, but we looked awful. I'm not sure if you watched the game. We looked bad. No, nah, we were getting out-possessed, bro. Out-possessed. That's crazy. Like, it was bad. I mean, we had better attacking chances than they did. We were just working on the counter. Um, but I guess that was playing more holding mid. I really didn't like that. But, I mean, at this point, they had to. I don't think they're comfortable yeah, with playing I mean downs playing back there yet. Because what well, I'm assuming then when kind of Edson and, and Ward Pross kind of get integrated, what are they going to do? Just push Paqueta up to the 10 almost? Yeah, for or sure. Or is they going to um, play him like it? I think what they're going to do is um, Fornals was playing the 10. Him and Ben Rama were switching around from wing to middle. Okay. Uh, so Fornals is probably going to get the boot, sadly. I mean, he's a fan favorite. Um, I think he's just yeah. a likable guy when he's on the pitch. He does some silky moves every here now and then. Um, ben Rama's a really like... If you look at like West Ham like fans, it's like right in the middle. You either think Ben Rama okay. is like a, a baller, or you think he's an absolute waste of space on the field. Okay. <laughs> Which I think he can be both. He can be both. Yeah, he can be both, right? Yeah, he's just he's really inconsistent. But when he's on, he's he's nasty. Yeah, we saw I, a I lot think, of like, that. Everything. Yeah, everything that I've always heard about him is that he's a dog. But also, I don't watch him week in and week out. I mean, I'll catch exactly, like yeah. highlights and stuff like that when he does something. So. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. I know Spurs have players like that that it's just like if you don't watch them, you're either like, "Oh, this this man shit," or he's like a stud. But I mean, yeah, think about it. if you sure. watch them like that one, like every like what maybe six games, the first half of the season when yeah. they play the big teams, and you're like, "Oh, they did this that game or whatever, whatever." But yeah, I watch them <laughs> week in and out, and you see that. But obviously, I knew it wasn't. I mean, but I guess I get stuck in every now and then in the back. But obviously, I'd like him more comfortable at the ten, being able to yeah, distribute absolutely. the ball. So I think that's why we struggled a little bit. I mean, honestly, you probably were playing for the point. That's what it looked like. I mean, but they scored. And you guys were on the road back. too, right? Yeah, we were on the road. So, but we got home yeah. against uh, Chelsea next week. That's I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think I, if I'm we have we have a like terrible a, schedule. The run of fixtures. Yeah, I saw the run of fixtures were crazy. We have a terrible schedule, bro. This is the only point we're gonna get. By the way, I'm telling you right now, only point so far. Like, let me read you the schedule. Oh uh, yeah, so we got uh, Chelsea at home. We go to Brighton. Which I'm very scared of. That's your coach. Uh, yeah, we, we got Loden at their stadium, their first home game, I think. It's yeah. their very first home game. Oh. 
Yeah, it's tough. Okay. <laughs> um, after that, we got City. No biggie. We uh, got casual. City. Hey, hey, no KDB, though. No De Bruyne, so, I mean. Yeah, we're going to be playing maybe. against Paqueta. Watch. Now they need a midfield. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is at home, so Paqueta will get his homecoming soon. Yeah, and then the week after that is weeks. Liverpool. So I'm excited, bro. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so sorry for you. You might Why get. Are we you happy? Know, maybe you sneak. I'm, I'm smart, maybe you bro. sneak. A, maybe you sneak. A, <laughs> maybe you sneak a point of looting. I don't know. I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah, I, it's not I'm good. confident this weekend. Maybe we somehow always okay. do pretty good against Chelsea. And, um, and I, I think Chelsea's really still trying to figure out. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're still trying to figure out their system, right? And I think that it's still so new under Pochettino. And like I said, bro, they have. I mean, they they're spent like. I want to say almost a billion dollars since summer of last and year. And you see the lineup they so, rolled out last weekend, bro? Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And they just, they don't have the time. And but I think Pochettino is a really good coach and a good manager. But like still, like you have so many new people. And like, I mean, we can touch on it with Spurs here in a second. Mm-hmm. But like, it's even though like you have all of the, the preseason and all that stuff to kind of get your system across, it still takes time to like, to have that stuff get second nature to you, I think. And so, mm-hmm. like, especially when you're just constantly bringing in new people and you have, like, I mean, a bunch of, I feel like Chelsea's bringing in a ton of young guys, too. So, like, mm-hmm. they're not, a lot of people aren't Premier League proven. So, like, I think, I, mean, I don't know. You never know. I mean, and it seems like they're getting kind of bring new guys. Of yeah. I yeah, hope so. I'm, I'm, I've been Sack Moyes for a long time, but he had Europe success last year, so it was kind of impossible. Yeah. But I feel like he's on the yeah, hot seat, really. If we start off really slow, I think it's going to get the boot soon. But like hey, I said, what Chelsea do you think the odds with are chemistry that, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, what do you think the odds are that after that Liverpool game, he's still around? If you guys say you guys don't get any points, is it? But the thing it, is, is that I, I got to give him the That's going to be too early in the season, right? It's too, way too early. And like, I mean, what do you expect from that? To be honest, like, fair. it's. That's fair. You're gonna, not going to be the favorite. Maybe Lodin, you'll. Pro- I mean, I I think the like Vegas will probably have us as underdogs still against Lodin, Lodin Town, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think at home, especially at home. Yeah, like, home, the very first home. Or game, I guess so. you guys are on a. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough. So I'm not expecting much. But yeah. So. Yeah, man. But uh, kind of transition over to my side. Um, Spurs had a 2 2 draw at Brentford. Uh, goal, and I think it was like the 11th minute by Christian Romero off a header. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Emerson kind of had a outside of the outside of the box goal right before halftime, I think, and like stoppage mm-hmm. time or injury time in, in the in the first half. And then there was a soft penalty on Sun that I mean, I guess right. You look at the letter of the law. I think it's probably as a pen, but still, uh, it was in my opinion pretty soft. And then just I, th- I don't remember who lost their man on the second goal, but kind of oh, it was like a deflection off of um, Mickey Vandeman that. Yeah, um, it was a good play though. It was a good became, setup though. That yeah. they're striving on the wings, bro. Yeah. So and and that's kind of the downfall of of Postecoglou's system is that like I think they play with like inverted wing backs, mm-hmm. and so the the like wings behind them are just super super vulnerable. And so if you can if you can play a long ball that gets back in there, and you have somebody that's like that can do something with it, that's I mean that's going to be a problem. So it's just like kind of hitting on the point of you know, new manager trying to figure out the system. I think that the more that, that Postacoglu kind of gets his guys in there and, and everybody gets more and more comfortable with the system, I think it's going to it's gonna continue to be successful. And, I mean, you kind of saw it with Spurs that I think that was the most possession that they've ever had in a Premier League game with, like, over 70% of possession oh, in the wow. entire game. 
Wow. And I want to say they had like they had close to like seven hundred passes or, or something insane. My gosh, bro! You're looking and at like, Barca. Or yeah, what? yeah, bro. <laughs> I so it's funny you say that because we had that friendly against Barca last week, I think, mm-hmm. and they ended up losing. I think it was like four two, but like there were times in that stretch stretches of the game where they were like out Barca, like out Barca and Barca, like just like, that's crazy. Talk all the way up, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like talk all the way up the field, like and just like guys like Davies and Sanchez, that, like three months ago was getting booed off the pitch in his own stadium. And like, people were like, want him to sell. And I think we had accepted like a bid for like some team in Russia to buy him. And then like three months later, like under Pasacoglu, he was like playing it out of the back. Like I think like nutmegging a guy, like it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so like the, uh, I think the problem here is right. Like since the last time we spoke, like Kane has ultimately been sold. And so yeah. I mean, you're pretty yeah, confident in him like, staying too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, it's like, I feel like every time, like, at least the last two podcasts, I've jinxed something super you got, big. You had some like, terrible, first, I'm like, yes, bro, it's up. crazy. Like, the first yeah, one, the first one was like next, Brazil. Bro. It better not be yeah, some, like, Ranger bro. Cowboy stuff, bro, because I'm going to be yeah, very disappointed. Yeah, like, I think it was, like, Brazil getting grouped, and I said that they were going to win the World Cup, and then I mm-hmm. said, oh, Kane Stain, he's not leaving. And the next day, it's like, oh, here we go. Like, he's gone. So, you also said I don't that, know, man. I think, um, What's it, Newcastle was gonna be bad and tonight's gonna be a flop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's too early. Hey, you tuned you know, in. Too early. It, it is too you early. Tuned but in, you tuned in. in. You know, tuned in, bro. But yeah, that's crazy. I don't even want. To, yeah, I'm sick. And so I don't know, man. I think if Richarlison doesn't kind of figure it out, and you know we don't have a striker, I think it's gonna. I was gonna say, what's your striker situation so, like? If it's not Richarlison, who is it? Uh, son. Maybe we just signed like a we just signed like a nineteen year old kid from Argentina, mm-hmm. um, but like he's not good. He's not anywhere near ready. Like it'll probably kind of take like a year, just like it took for um, Alvarez from City. Like it'll take him a while to kind of get acclimated mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and kind of figure out how to play. And then like after that, like couldn't tell you, brother. Dane Scarlett, nineteen year old kid that was playing like League One minutes on loan last year. I mean. I don't. Yeah, I, it's, I wouldn't it's be too confident division. with Richarlison up there, bro. No, yeah. So I want to say he had the lowest touches on from anybody on the team the entire game, and we had had possession seventy percent. I was saying you, you said so, y'all were possessing a lot, so like it wasn't like y'all were getting like yeah B and like but, and y'all it was like it was just like yeah he just like just I think he had like two half chances and just just couldn't do anything with it. So I don't know. I, I really couldn't tell you. I, it's not looking good from the striker situation. We got to figure out where to get goals, and if it's not Sun and it's not Madison, I, apparently we're just going to rely on set pieces at this point. We're going to turn to West. I was say, I think so, um, I'm a big fan of Sun, and obviously he was tied for the Golden Boot two years ago with Salah. Yeah, so I think he's got in him, but I think it's just well, he's the captain for y'all now, right? Yeah, he's a new captain. And yeah, and I don't know if that's crazy, maybe too but much like, for him, yeah. and just like he has to like take. He's basically carrying the team. Him and Madison, I, I love the addition of Ad, of Madison. Yeah, absolutely. He's been a baller. I, I love Madison him, had two. He had he had the assist on both the goals too. So like, I think that's just going to be like it's great, and I think our midfield is in great hands with with Madison and then Basuma. I don't know if you watched any bit of the game, but like Basuma was balling, bro. Like I think the only thing unreal. it might have been him. The only thing I didn't like about him, every time he got beat, he fouled like six, seven times and did he get carded? Yeah. I think he did get a card. Okay, thank God, bro. I saw him way head. too many times of just getting beat and like he just yeah. drags people down. I'm just like, oh my gosh. That's the only thing that yeah, pissed me off about him. But he was balling though. No, 
It, it's valid. But, like, I think that, like, he's going to be, like, Madison and Basuma are, like, the keys to, to us being successful this year. Mm-hmm. Because I want to say that, like, let's just say Tottenham had 700 passes. Like, 110 of those were from Basuma. Wow. Like, that's 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 how, like, dominant he is, like, on the ball. Mm-hmm. So, I think, right, we had um, Rodrigo Bentenker tore his ACL uh, midway through last year. So, like... But before he tore, I don't. He, before he tore his ACL, he like he was a stud, just like, like up there and and especially especially in the Premier League, but up there in Europe with like, just the form that he was in. So like, if we can get that midfield three of of Benton, Cure, Madison, and and Basuma, like, I, nice, I know yeah. I'm a homer, but like I'll I'll put that <laughs> that midfield three up against anybody. So I don't know, man. I I think that we got to kind of figure something out when it comes to getting goals, especially from a striker. No, we're linked mm-hmm. with uh, Gift Orban from Gank, maybe somewhere in Belgium, mm-hmm. and he's like supposed to be—he's supposed to be the guy, but who knows yeah. at this point? So yeah, I think y'all for sure in the market for one. I think y'all have to. Yeah, have to be, have to be. And like so, he, the thing is, like you can't say he doesn't have Premier League experience. He's played with Everton a couple seasons, yeah, and then and, he played a whole season with y'all last year, right? Or was he half season? Yeah, no, he was whole season, but like he was yeah, getting exactly. a lot of minutes off the bench because you were playing behind Kane. So like. It's not mm-hmm. like you're – it's not like he's not Premier League proven. It's just he just yeah. – and it doesn't make any sense because he, like, he, he scored more World Cup goals with Brazil than he did all year in the Premier League. It doesn't, it it doesn't make sense. It was just system and, like, I don't know, just like how Kane – they play around Kane. Like, he's he's a totally different striker than Kane, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, like, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll, you know, yeah, we'll see, bro. Next week, United. who do I got next week? Oh, United, yeah. yeah uh, United. Weekend. United at home. Playing against twelve men, if you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we can go to transition week. to that. Let's go to that game, Man U and Wolves. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if nobody saw Man U Wolves, Manchester United ended up winning one nil over Wolves. Uh, Wolves on Monday, so yesterday as we were recording, but there was at the end of the game, I think it was like the ninety fifth minute, there was a wild yeah, was, no yeah, penalty call, mm-hmm. and it just like it. You see like a soft penalty that you do against like on Spurs. And then you see, like, there was a couple other ones throughout the weekend that, like, really, like, were called penalties, but, like, you can argue they were kind of soft, but, like, mm-hmm. Anana just, like, barreling in the people. Like, just That's makes insane no sense. to me. Like, if he would have made a play on the ball, understandable, but he wasn't even, he was not even close to the ball. Not even And we close. saw in the World Cup so, when like, um, Messi got that pen. I forgot. I mean, it's Messi. But oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, like, almost the same play, and, like, it should be called, but I think it's just, that's just terrible to me, I think. Especially for a team like Wolves. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I was super down on Wolves, obviously. Like, I think I had them finishing, like, rock bottom. But, like, it, there were times, like, throughout the game that they were, like, outplaying, man, like, United and, um, like, just cooking cooking them. So, like, to have something like that and to, like, just – I feel like it's got to be hard. Like, if you're a Wolves fan, you got to feel hard done by Because, I mean, just, like, it's not like you weren't in it. I mean, it was 1-0 and – you set yourself up for a chance to to score and have an opportunity and just to to really like have that taken away from you is just ridiculous. And then I know I want to say Gary O'Neill, who's the new Wolves manager, he like in the mix zone after the game, he had said that the somebody from like the referees union like basically came up to him and said like, hey, like that was a mistake, like it should have been a penalty call. Oh, so like to hear that's that, the worst thing they hear, bro. Like I'd rather you yeah, not tell it, me. Nah, yeah, don't say it. Or, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, at that point, like, what's the point of VAR? Because it's not doing anything. Like, you have instant replay for a reason to give you that opportunity. So, like, 
if you're having the like head of the referees association like come out and say like hey that should have been a penalty then why was it not called and that's why was it not yeah. ultimately the, that's that's a an issue on the refs and issue on VAR and how it's being utilized. So, but yeah, that's kind of all I have for United. Um, I guess transition to a less like controversial game. Newcastle smoked Villa five one. Smoked them. Um, Alexander Isak had two goals. Who I thought was going to be probably the biggest flop in the Prem. Sandro Tonali had a goal within like what? Yeah, he's minutes. only scored like twice I think in Latin yeah. in Serie A. This whole like season Serie A. Yeah, and then he's not a goal scorer. He just happened to be, yeah. Dude, yeah, Harvey, Harvey Barnes, there. bro. Harvey Barnes, like a goal and assist off the bench. Like, I thought he was gonna be a bum too. Like, it didn't make any sense. I was like, oh, like, nah. I really, want, I know getting... he, he was linked to West Ham, and I really wanted him. We were all thinking that he was gonna be our next winger, and I was like, dude, that's awesome. I, I love Harvey Barnes, and then goes to Newcastle, and look what he does, just... man, off the bench. Yeah, so, and, like, I was kind of shocked. I thought Villa would have been a little bit better. And, like, but they also, like, yeah. Tyron Mings, like, went down with, like, a knee injury. Ooh, yeah, I think Louis it was, like, out, bro. off rip. Yeah. yeah, which, like, that's a big loss for them. I know they had just got Pau Torres, but, like, still, like, that's a new signing that's trying to adjust to the Prem. Like, he's coming from La Liga, and La Liga is, like, a, obviously a way different pace than the Premier League is. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's class, and I think they'll be all right. But still, like, this, I think, like, for Villa, like, that's a super disappointing result. Because I think that you, you, you make all these signings. You get like Telemans, and you obviously get like somebody like Pal Torres and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like to come away and to get smoked five one, like yeah, that puts a lot of fear. And I think that's gotta that's kind of kind of put the rest of the Premier League on the, on notice. I'm no, not for necessarily sure. It wasn't sure a, like you said, like a bum team. It wasn't like yeah, like it's a not like, like team like it was Villa like that did really good yeah. last year. Yeah, and and like I, I could see like. I think I had Villa making, I think, sixth maybe or something like that. So, mm-hmm. like, that, that's Villa's a team that can compete for European soccer next year. And it's just, like, to do that to them and, like, somebody that's almost like a direct competition for, for points in the Premier League is, like, that is a massive, massive result, I think, for Newcastle and, like, a super disappointing result for Villa. No, I agree. So. I think they'll bounce back um, for sure. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know who Villa has next, but, I mean. Yeah. It's got to be just the – the the first result and just kind of still mm. the Kings. Uh, another super impro- impressive result, Brighton. Um, I know it's they won four one over Luton Town, but yeah, and Luton's you know first ever Premier League game, but still I think that's uh, I mean that's like taking care of business at home and you know doing what you should do to a team that's a relegation like probably a relegation yeah. favorite. That's what you got to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm like Joao Pedro, the new signing, had a goal. Solly Marsh had a goal. Evan Ferguson, that's like. If you want to talk about somebody that that Spurs was signed as a, a striker, Evan Ferguson is, I think, somebody that like I would love to love to have a chance at. So I think all three of them scoring. Um, Matoma had an assist, and they're I think it's a left back, a Stupinian. Uh, I think that's how you say yeah, it. Yeah, Stupinian. I think that's how you say it. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, the Ecuadorian left back had a, had an mm-hmm. assist as well. So I think that Brighton's going to be a really really good team to watch and. You know, I'm I I know whenever Spurs play them, I'm not looking forward to playing them. And you know, they just lost uh, Castier though for to Chelsea, but still, like, I yeah. think that they're gonna be they're gonna be damn good. They're an exciting team so, to watch, for sure. I think almost like yeah, Newcastle, play, just play, a little lower than Newcastle, yeah, obviously, just they, because they, they have play more exciting. just name guys, like lower less name guys. Yeah, just, absolutely. They're just absolutely. Hooping. Yeah, and like I think 
their manager Deserbi said something that I kind of thought like stuck with me is like when he was talking about Casiello like about to leave to Chelsea, they're like they can buy our mm-hmm. players but they can't buy our heart and like. Just something like that, like shows, like I yeah. don't know, it's kind of cheesy, but like still. And their head coach leaving though embodies... too, mid season. Yeah, like in the Zerbi, like coming in, and them, just like, and honestly, like made them better. I think they're they're better now under Deserbi than they ever were under Potter. And so, like, to have that kind of buy in and stuff like that, and like somebody that has never managed in a Premier League, like, and is constantly losing people. I mean, the two years ago it was losing Basuma to Spurs. Last year it was um, who they lost. They sold somebody else big, and then now it was like Casillas. Like I mean, just now McAllister too. Yeah, exactly. Right, like that's that's three big midfielders that they just lost, and then they're like, oh, okay, like no problem. Like we're gonna go find some other kid. Yeah, we're fine. South America, or or we'll find Literally, somebody yeah. else. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. And like they yeah, just have this so diverse on their like, team, bro. They got everything. They got Mitoma. You said like the Ecuadorians too. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just like, and then, I don't know. I love it, man. They're an exciting team, bro. Yeah, it's, it, it is. And that's like, as a neutral, they're such a fun team to watch. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're always going to play good. They're always going to have good matches and, you know, they play good soccer. So, and then really the last big match that we want to talk about is the Chelsea Liverpool match that was on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended Prime in a 1 1 draw. Yeah. Did you have any, any big takeaways from that? Um, I was watching a little bit. I'm going to hold you. I woke up for the 8 a.m. game. And yeah. And I fell asleep a little bit through this game. Yeah. I don't know if I missed cool. much. I, I think, Did I miss much? It, not really. No, I watched – I had it on in the background, and I, I really paid attention mm-hmm. to the first, like, 30 minutes. I, I didn't really feel like there was anything that was, like, super, like, that really, like, stood out to me. Mm-hmm. I think that um, some of the people that were kind of impressive was uh, their center back, Diossi. The Chelsea's center back, I, Axel mm-hmm. Diossi or something like that. He's he ended up scoring a goal. I'm, I think it was off a corner or something like that. Which, from what I heard, was like he was like pretty impressive. So that's you know a lot of my like friends that are Chelsea fans were like really raving about him and kind of what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Jota that scored the goal for Liverpool. So, I mean, I don't know. It I was, think um, it'll be kind of interesting to see. Uh, was he has? I think no. Yeah, I'm just on my fantasy. That's the only reason I know <laughs> that he didn't score, okay. and then you beat me by two points. Yeah, yeah we get it, bro. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, that's tough. Really. I lost in both leagues. Yeah. Did you win on the draft that's, one? Yeah, I won on the draft one too. Oh, it was like it, it's I'm horrible. 0 for two, bro. Like, yeah, I'm in primetime yeah, form for no, fantasy I football. Can't relate. Yeah, can't relate to that 0 for two. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I think. I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how those two teams kind of progress throughout the year. I've kind of like hit on previously, definitely last week on how I'm not like super confident on, on Liverpool and their depth, specifically in midfield. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they lost out on Castillo and then they also just lost uh, on, uh, how do you say it? Lavia, Lavia from Southampton, that midfielder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking um, about. Yeah. And they both decided to go to Chelsea. I mean, 180, That's 180 million pounds to yeah. two midfielders that are under 21 so yeah it had to be personal right there i don't know yeah, if you man. saw the the clip on twitter it was um jurgen klopp he was going off to like the like the, the post game oh. show and they're talking about casado he just walked away and he, fucking he, said, nah. out yeah. he said nope i'm good i'm good I'm, I'm good yeah i don't need any bit of it so and it's like man i don't know it, these i think those two teams like chelsea and liverpool are like i think they're gonna be super interesting to watch come this year i don't know if like 
a lot of I like I've seen people that are saying Liverpool can win the league, and I've seen people that have said like, hey, like Liverpool like don't have the depth to do anything. Like, I mean, you're two injuries. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm more on starting. that side. I don't think they that's, have that much depth. If too. I'm being honest, and I they just like ooh, they can't. The league is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I, I I'm kind of on the they don't have depth side. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it'll be interesting to see. And then Chelsea. I mean, they just have a million players for. 100 million pounds each so oh my gosh man this doesn't make it seem like nothing bro yeah i know i know it's kind of upsetting but anyway uh the next and kind of the other big story that's kind of floating around the football world is neymar signing with al halal of the saudi pro league yeah uh, 31 years old super i don't know how you feel about him but kind of like a flop and I don't want to say flop because he's been, he's been up there and like one of the best in the world, but like just mm-hmm. a waste of potential. Like, I mean, especially when he was in Santos, like you were going to think that, you know, he was going to be the next, like next coming of, you know, Ronaldinho or, or like living up to the hype that, that mm-hmm. Messi and Ronaldo have at that time. And then like, I mean, the days that he had with, with Messi and, and Suarez and like at Barcelona, but like, were or amazing, but pretty much ever since his move to PSG, it's just kind of been like kind of a downhill from him, whether that's he, he got the big payday and, and all that. And then, I mean, now like PSG is selling him for 90 million euros and then he's making, I think it's each two year contract for a hundred million euros a season. And then that's I think crazy. with like some random like incentives, I think it's like, he gets Maybe 50 grand from pose. like a, yeah, like this pro Saudi Arabia, crazy, like just man. stuff like that. Like, like any any time they win a game, he's getting like fifty grand. Like it just, I don't know what your what your opinions are on Saudi, but like it's, I think it's it's crazy to see that. I'm not a fan. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm very disappointed, man. For, but the, like, for the game, as like a for the game, it's disappointing. But like as a person, I can't like I can't fault you. Like you're, I mean, you're telling me like if somebody gave you four hundred million dollars to post on social media and go play soccer, like you wouldn't say no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but some I'm, people I'm that... shitting on Neymar regardless, bro. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I'm fact. shitting on that's every that's single fact. player in Saudi, even though I know yeah, damn well I'd fair. probably take it. I give props to Mbappe for yeah. not leaving for that crazy one year contract. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, so, I'm I don't happy know. I think he didn't, it's... but like, that's crazy that he rejected it. Yeah, not for sure. I think it's just like, it's crazy to see somebody like, I, you would think like 31, like Neymar Stone is prime and has a chance to like, he's still at PSG. Like, PSG, I mean, could. I mean, they're not going to win Champions League, but they can compete still at the highest level of Europe. Like, he could go and win Ligue 1. Like, it just it doesn't make any sense. So, I heard rumors that the reason why it's a two-year contract is because he wants to sign, like, a free contract when his, with Barcelona once his deal expires mm-hmm. in Saudi before the World Cups. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess, like, two years, that'll put it at twenty the 2025 season. Mm-hmm. So, 2025, 2026, going into the World Cup in 26 spend a year at Barca to train at the highest level, kind of like chill for two years, kind of take the legs off. I mean, maybe it makes sense. I don't I don't really know. So it's the rumors. We'll see, man. That wouldn't be a bad move. I think that's a pretty interesting theory now that you like put it into perspective. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people right. are saying like Mbappe, bro, like just, I know you're, what is he, 23, 24? 23? Yeah, I think he's whatever 20, he is. 23 or 24, yeah. Yeah, and like just take that contract. It's one year. Saudi knows that you don't want to stay there forever. You still want to win a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. You still want to win your Champions League. Like, do this now. Get your money up. Be set for life. 
for your kids, 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 yeah. kids, kids, and then go back to wherever you want to go. And then I was like, I was like, I think I don't think Mbappe wants to do it. Like he definitely still wants to win his Champions League, and he's basically controlling PSG. I think he's the one that kind of pushed yeah. out Neymar. Yeah, because I it's I thought it was interesting that like pretty much once Neymar was like confirmed to be leaving, like PSG was like okay, like I'll sign a contract again and like I'll come back right. into the team. He just decides to start practicing again. Decides to start practicing and it's like he's like you know what like I'll extend my contract that way like next year where I'm not leaving on a free and it just like shows like oh like it's kind of unhealthy the amount of like the amount of um, like control that they're giving this kid. I mean like understand yeah it's insane. I, he's a top five player in the world, and so it's mm. like, I get it, but still, like, it's a slippery slope for sure. I mean, think about it. Mbappe leaves PSG. I think PSG is irrelevant for sure. Like, that's the only person Absolutely. that's keeping them 100%. relevant right now. It's not their trophies. I mean, they win. They win the league every year, like you said. But like Champions League, when they have ever proven anything? Nothing. I mean, what they got to the final and they lost. They got to the final and lost. Or Bayern. It was Bayern. I think Bayern. It was a COVID year. I think no. Yeah, year? yeah, it was a COVID year when that, yeah, that was the year when Bayern were like a machine. Legit. So, That's when they uh, I think they yeah, Barca, man. right? Yes. Yes, that yeah. is it that year. They also, you know, so, they also did the Spurs that year too, A two in London. Yeah. But yeah, nothing disappointing for Neymar, like I said. If you look at his career now, like it just it's a waste of a career. Ever since he left Barca, I wasn't a big fan of it. I was like, dude, why are you ruining he wanted yeah, want to leave Messi's shadow. We've seen it in a bunch of sports where, like, they try to leave one of the best players ever, you know, and they try to leave yeah. it. They're like, no, I don't like that. You know, I'm going to try to be my own, whatever, write my own story, oh, whatever. And it's like, bro, you're at Barca, and you guys were dominating. You were the best trio in the yeah. world. And you go chase the now money, what? and you go play at PSG. And... Now what? And then, like, ever now since then, he's, he's been trying to, like, go back to Barca and just, like, yeah, and Barca's like, had I give them props. So. You know, I mean, I know Barca's been linked to them, too, but it says, like, they're making it really impossible or hard. For it to happen. Yeah, we'll transition to another story right here, which I think is fascinating. Um, Ravens win their first preseason game, and I bet that was not a surprise for anyone since they have won 23 straight preseason games. It's the longest mark in NFL history. And I'm just like, do you think they like look at that record and they go, all right, it's preseason. Um, we got to keep this going. Or do you think they don't care? I think that... At this point, it's kind of like something that they joke about. I don't think it's anything mm -hmm. that they are like consistently like, oh, like we gotta like put our starters in an extra, like an extra couple of like extra yeah. couple of drives, right? I think it's just like something like, oh, like hey, like let's let's keep playing and let's let's put a little extra focus into like making sure that our game management is there. Mm -hmm. And it's I I don't think that like if obviously right it's the preseason, so if if they don't win like their world and their season's not over, but like, still it's, it's something I think they joke about and that they have a good time with, but I don't think that they're putting any extra effort into it, but like, it's still like a super, super crazy, like coincidence that it's happened. Cause I mean, what you said, 23 right? games, that's 23. Like, yeah. Quick, that's probably Since what, 2015. five, six seasons. Yeah. 2015. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's unbelievable. So like, I think it just shows the preparation that they're just as a, they're a really well, -run, or well, well run organization. Mm -hmm. And Harbaugh is a great coach, and I think that that kind of puts that into perspective about the fact that they're like, hey, like you know, we're prepared. You know, all of our young guys like know what they're doing, and the guys that are getting a lot of reps. They're going to be like super in tuned with it and, and know how to react in game situations. I think that's yeah. like the big thing that they want to see out of it. And 
the fact that it, it transitions into wins is is even better. Yeah, and I think it's funny. Yeah, they asked Harbo or how about it. And it's like, uh, it's like it's like a no hitter, you know, like commentator curse. Like we don't really talk about it. It's like we'll talk about yeah, it after yeah, the game. That makes it... like, I know everyone's yeah, thinking about that... it, you know, like come on. Yeah, no, so that's yeah. funny. It's crazy. Yeah, but I wonder if like the opposing teams like were like, nah, we're gonna be the team like to do it, or they're just like, nah, it's preseason. Like you can you can have the preseason record. We don't care. <laughs> I feel like that's that's how they think. Is that it's like it's preseason, they don't really care. Because they're like, oh, like, especially a lot of the veteran guys are probably, it's, unless you're like, if you're like competing for a job, then you're like, oh, like, we really like don't want to let these guys win because the only way that we look good is if we win and we dominate. But like, mm-hmm. the guys are like solidified in their, in their positions and not have to worry about making a team. Like, they're like, oh, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm sitting there, like, I'm not going to put any extra effort into making sure that, game. you know, yeah, exactly. Right. And like, you see guys like Dak aren't playing, like, Zach Martin coming back, he's not going to play a snap. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's to, not. Yeah, There's no fun. reason to care. There's, there's no reason to worry about it. No, yeah, that's crazy to me. I think it's funny, man. But, yeah, it's, it's like, again, impressive record. It's been known for, like, a long time. There was, like, a 13-leg yeah. parlay that I heard about that this guy had all MOB games, and his last leg was for the Ravens to win. So, yeah, I feel oh. like he just knew. He was like, bro, preseason, bro. Like, preseason, they, the they're, Ravens. Like, they're a lock, bro. They're a lock. And they just yeah, did it, and they cashed out, bro. It was crazy. That's unreal. I can only yeah, imagine funny, the dreams. Things the dreams hitting those parlays, man. Ah. Yeah. Crazy. I haven't been in a while, so I, I've been living life pretty well without betting. All right. And, yeah, so now to kind of get into the next story, uh, kind of the last one that's not regarding the Dallas sports is James Harden. So I don't know if you guys heard this, but pretty much he was at a like some Adidas conference in China. Yeah, China. and came out and said that Daryl Morey is a, and I, I'll quote it specifically because I have it down is Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he is a part of. Let me say this again. Daryl Morey <laughs> is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he is a part of. <laughs> Why do you have to that repeat is- it, bro? Like the thing is like, it was like scripted, <laughs> said, a TV let show. Let me be clear. Yeah. Let me be clear. Like he said it again, like, bro, you have a mic. <laughs> People are filming you. They're going to quote this regardless <laughs> But now they're going to quote it twice because you said it twice. That's so – it's just like – it's unbelievable. And, it, like, it's funny to me because if I'm correct, Daryl Morey was, like, the GM in Houston when he was, like, at the Rockets for forever. And then now mm-hmm. he's basically in the same position in Philadelphia where James Harden obviously is at now. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would think that, like, especially after the year before Harden got traded and, like, James Harden, like, came in, like, super fat to training camp. He finds ways to like, get out of teams, bro. Everyone's saying get the just, fat suit out like, or whatever's next. <laughs> bro, that's unreal. And it's just like, you would think that Daryl Morey like sees like, oh, hey, like, all right, this is what's coming. You got you got a good solid two years. And then it's like, all right, here it is. You know, we got to ship him off to the next guy, next team. So that's crazy. I don't know, man. I think that's, it's so funny. Let me and say he would have been again. he would have been a free Warriors agent a too, so he could have been able to pick, bro. <laughs> yeah, like he, he had he was gonna be a free agent, but he but he opted in. So yeah, so it makes it, it kind of makes me sake. interested to see. Yeah, it kind of makes me interested to see. Like, obviously, there's some backstory to it. From somebody made a promise that wasn't fulfilled. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what it is. And you know, obviously, James Harden like did not need to didn't need to opt in. I think he had a player a player option and he didn't need to opt yeah. in and he didn't need to resign. So like yeah. at the end of the day it's on James Harden for doing that. But 
And I right. guess you got to take promises at face value, but like still like if you knew that you were like the slightest bit unhappy, what's the point of opting in? I don't know if it's just to like, so there's gotta be something behind it. Why he did it. Like obviously he was going to get like, I think it's like 38 yeah. mil guaranteed or whatever. And like maybe he just wanted the money, but then he's like, you know what? I'm going to make the struggle a little bit. I opted in, but go ahead and trade me. When he could have yeah. had the opportunity to just pick basically what team he wanted to go pick to. Pick where you want. And it's not like he wouldn't have got a big contract. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I guess like he didn't, he hadn't been as like dominant. He hasn't been like MVP hardened. So he's not like, Oh no. Yeah. The guy that's, he's not the guy that's going to give you like, you know, 30, 10 and eight or whatever that he's done in the mm -hmm. past, you know? So I don't know. I mean, he's obviously getting all these lost steps. So, yeah. So we'll see where we end up going. I know he was linked to Clippers and stuff with his hometown team or whatever. Um, but now we'll see, bro. The drama just keeps going. With those Brooklyn Nets yeah, boys, bro. I don't know yeah, what was going on in the, lo the locker room with Kyrie, KD. Yeah, hard. Now look at them. None of them are there. So. Yeah, I know. I'm just hoping Kyrie crazy, doesn't man. tell any crazy shit to Luca. Nah, I Probably think everything I've seen is like, yeah, nah, no happy. way. I think Kyrie seems happy. He seems happy. He seems happy. So, Luca let's see how seems long like he stays as like motivated that. as he ever been. Yeah, we'll see. Takes like let's a see how long he stays like streak. that. And don't even put that out in the world. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to say that. You know, maybe like with my track record, maybe it's like, hey, Kyrie's gonna taint it. We're not gonna do anything. We're gonna have it. There you go. You know, we're gonna tank we'll again. We'll fast forward and... to next summer when Luca's holding the NBA, champs. the NBA yeah. championship, bro. Oh yeah. yeah, I see what you're doing now. Please, there it is. Reverse jinx. There you but, go. Let's see if it works. Yeah, man. So now to kind of get into the bread and butter, the main part Here. of the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're going to go into a little bit of the, the DFW sports. So kind of the big team that's in play right now and that's really important is the Texas Rangers. Boys are hot. I don't know what the score is currently of the guys yeah, are recording. There's a game on Yeah, currently against the Angels. Rangers up. Okay, let's go. Bottom of big the eighth. Time. So yeah. sweet. All right, that's good news. Um, so previously, so since we last talked, the Rangers played a series in San Francisco against the Giants. Um, they ended up winning the series, which is their first road series win since May of this year. That's insane to me, bro. You're still like leading the division. Yeah, still, still, I think, yeah, I think as we speak, we have a three and a half game lead over the Astros. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that's a massive series win. So Friday, two, one win. John Gray went seven, only gave up two hits, no earned seven K's. Mitch Garver continued his hot streak, had another home run as is, uh, the turtleneck bandit, Nate Lowe. Yo, um, Saturday. <laughs> the yeah, I got a splash homer uh, too, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you did, did I talk to you about this? That um no right-handed batter has ever hit ever splashed, a right? Splash home run at a in, yeah. I think it's Oracle Park. Yeah, Oracle Park. Yeah. Like, and there's been like 150 splash home runs over the course of the course of the existence of the the stadium. But like, mm -hmm. right-handed batters, not That's a single person's me. done it. No one's just gone oppo. It's so crazy. Which, like, I mean, I guess like the power that you're gonna have to do it is like. I mean, but you see oppo home runs, so like, it's just like, I don't know if you just see it, it and sense. you just get like, I don't know, like you just get scared of it. I don't know, just like shit. Yeah, I, don't know, I guess. Bro. But that's a crazy. That's an actually an insane stat. That's crazy crazy. stat. Crazy stat. Yeah. Um, Saturday, um, we had a nice little nine to three win. Um, a little scary early on in the second inning. Andrew yeah. Heaney leaves 
uh, with one out, bases loaded, kind of comes in to say that Bochi says that it was just like he was just sick, had the crud. Um, yeah, so hopefully he'll be all right. He hopefully is, we'll have to, yeah, he said that he had a crud. So like you can't just say he's sick. <laughs> I love Bochi though. I love him to death, bro. Yes, bro. It's, you know, it's funny. So, you know, kind of good signs. We don't need another injury. We're starting to get guys back healthy. So mm -hmm. the fact that he was just sick, you know, a little precautionary thing, that's that's good with me. Um, Chris Stratton, big deadline pickup. Went three He's innings. Been so good, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. And I think, like, this is, this is kind of, like, the first notable performance that I've noticed from him. But, like, three innings, one hit, one walk, one strikeout, like, scoreless yeah knowing that he can go that, that that many innings get that many chunk of innings yeah on early and it's like especially like you know to go basic like to he wasn't the one that immediately came on when haney left but like still, yeah it was like, grant uh, grant bases Anderson loaded in. yeah so like bases loaded situation like to get out of that to go have you know i think anderson went like two innings half strat go another three after that to like and to let the the next thing that i'm talking about is like six rangers had a multi-hit game so like to have let give an opportunity for the bats to get hot is just like that's super super important and super super valuable so um hopefully that's a winning formula when it comes to you know october september you know if we kind of go that far so that's when it matters bro you, um, um we've seen it with the dodgers happen a lot i only know that just from like because our friends are dodger fans like you'll be hot all season and come to october like let's say you get that you get the number one or number two seed you get that break and it's kind of it's kind of bad. Yeah. It's kind of bad. You just you're not playing for so long. Some teams are capable of still raking. Some aren't. Yeah. And it's just you gotta yeah, keep, you gotta stay hot at the right time. Yeah, and I'm I'm you know you know you had somebody like the Rays that that peaked the as you started early. the season and then now early. super like way too early and then now you have like look at them like they've had like a super super piss poor record since the break. Really, they were really bad in July or June and July, and it's just like. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather they've been, a, they've be been unlucky like with injuries, and I don't want to give them that many yeah. because, like, we've been injured too. We've had so many injuries, and yeah. we're still striving. You know, like I said last week, next man up is going crazy right now. But you got to you got to yeah. feel for the Rays. You know that whole Wando Franco situation yeah. is crazy. Yeah. They got a lot and of man, minor leagues. You hope it's around. not true, bro. <laughs> you hope it's not true. <laughs> but... yeah, Twitter had a field day with that one, man. Twitter had a field yeah, day. Bro. Good yeah, field day, and crazy. then Shane McClanahan, uh, he was going for yeah. Cy Young, and he just—they just said he's getting um, Tommy John, so he's gonna be out until next year. Jeez, that's brutal. So I mean, they missed yeah. a lot of guys in the starting rotation. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, kind of venturing back to the Rangers. Uh, Garver stayed hot again. Went through for five on Saturday, three RBIs. Uh, Sunday, I don't know if you caught this game. I didn't have a chance to watch it, but. I uh, ended up losing was, three to crazy. two in the tenth. I don't know if you want to. I mean, Dane. Dunning yeah, I can go on off on that one, yeah, bro. Dane yeah, Dunning, ahead, twelve man. Ks. Dane That's Dunning, twelve Ks, bro. I think he has three games this season with ten or plus ten or ten or more Ks, and his whole career like, he's got he two only in a row. like one or two. Yeah, and I I think that's yeah. two or two starts in a row or two starts out of three where he's had he's had more than ten Ks. Yeah, which, twelve was like, his career high. Like yeah, he is not a strikeout then, guy, bro. If he can put that into his game, dude, he's big oh time. my gosh, big time, big time. Yeah, but um, talking about that game, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have been in the situation to win. Uh, Logan Webb was throwing an absolute gem against us. He was one out away from a complete game, and then he got someone on base. It was JP, 
Mm-hmm. We'll talk about JP at the end okay. of this recap. Um, he gets on base. He gets a then he gets on second, and then I forget. I think it's Heim pulls one and like they are to Crawford, and he goes across the base. But JP was on second. He was already stealing, so he just keeps okay. running through the base. So he goes from second to home on an infield hit. What I don't That's get is how crazy. Crawford didn't see that and pump and go home. But I thought he, yeah, he thought he could make like the play at. Yeah, he thought he could at make first. the play at first, and they beat they beat the run or like he beat the the, uh, the throw. So then JP scores, yeah. and I'm like, holy That's fuck, that JP. We'll talk. Like I said, we'll talk in a little bit. But JP has been such a great addition. And then you get to oh, you get to extra innings, you score. You probably should have scored more, and you're down to I think maybe one or two outs left. And then Will Smith gives up a homer to, um, I forgot his a batch something Patrick. I forgot his name because I was watching and I was pissed. But yeah, you shouldn't have won that game. So you couldn't have been mad. You were getting, you were about to get shut out, complete game by Logan Webb. You can't even be mad. That's a great pitcher. Yeah, it's and just then great pitching you performance. put yourself in front. Yeah, you had two great pitching performances, bro. You had Dunning, and like I, I yeah, love I mean, going to those games, man. I'll take those games any day. When it's pitching, yeah, bro, both fair. of them going at it, I love it. And then yeah, you said you get frustrated because I mean, first you weren't supposed to win, and you were winning, and but you end up losing the game that you weren't supposed to win. So. <laughs> However you feel about that, I was, yeah, but that was a good yeah, game. Man. It is what it is. I think uh, you. I think the the one thing is baseball is such a long season. You can't expect to win them all, right? And, I mean, you're going to have those games where you just have – you just – I mean, like, we can talk about the – like, we'll get into it eventually, but, like, the performance that Scherzer had last night, like, you just have one of those games where, like, the, the opposing pitcher is just, like, he's just on it and nobody's hitting you. I mean, it just yeah. is what it is, you know, so – it happens, and you know the fact that we're at least able to force the extras. It's just, it's uh, it's at least good out. Like it's good for like the mentality of the team. I would. How you said talking about losing games, like I try to explain to my to my girlfriend, I'll be like, "Yeah, bro. I mean, I don't know how people do it. You know, like football or whatever, like soccer. Even like you lose and you're Oof. pissed. But baseball, you yeah. you lose, but you're like, eh, we're gonna play again tomorrow yeah. and the next day, the next day. Yeah, a yeah, good team will lose like what." Yeah, 60, 70 games, average. Yeah. Like a really good team. A really that's crazy to me. 60 games. 60, 70 games. Yeah. And like, that's yeah. why I, like, I try it not is... to be mad, bro. I know it's a long season. But we're getting closer and closer to September, October. So I'm just like, yeah. oh, it's like I just want to win every single game. So. It's, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that's the biggest part that I'm like learning as like a, I don't want to say a new baseball fan, but like a, mm. like really, really paying attention to it more often. Like, Probably could have had that one, but like, hey, like, like it kind of hurts you even like, more. Like, we, I haven't been feeling yeah. this way. Like, I got a memory, like a year ago, I think I was watching the Ranger game. It was Colby Allard pitching. I don't even remember who Colby Allard is. <laughs> yeah. Terrible left-handed pitcher, and he absolutely just he winds up and like the pitch flies out of his hand and goes like almost like the dugout. Oh. And I was I was watching a Ranger Oakland game in the middle of August, pointless game for both of them, and I was watching that and I was just like. This is gonna be what long, I bro. I, I don't know why I'm doing this, bro. Like, I've been through the pain. Was that 2021? 2020, 2021? Like, I, Taylor Hearn. Last year, like a, two years ago. Exactly, yeah. bro. We've been through yeah. it, man. We've been through it. We deserve this. That was the dog days. That was the dog days. You I know what? I think low, I saw low, the, low. Um, Chris Young, I think, was fired a year ago today. Yeah. Or whoever the, or, um, the, the old, um, the old uh, GM was yeah. fired a year ago. Right? They were cleaning house a year ago, yeah. Yeah, so like all that happened a year ago. And then, uh, is, I mean, why am I blanking on her coach from last year? No, it wasn't. 
Wood? Westwood? Woodward? Chris, Chris Woodward. Woodward? Or no, uh, Chris Woodward. Yeah, he got fired a year ago. Yeah, Chris Woodward. Yeah, yeah, that was that's what it is. So, and Chris Young is. Still and eventually, the I think the, the GM. Uh, but eventually, because Chris Young's the new GM, he was the old GM. Eventually, okay. got kicked. Got, uh, too. got canned too. Then we'll talk JP Martinez. Yeah. All right, JP, man. Um, it's been a great addition. I, I um, I talked about it. I was like, he kind of give you like an Adolis vibe. Low twenty-eight yeah, year old, absolutely. low young twenty-eight year old rookie, right? Um, that absolutely rakes. Oh, he's a different profile than Adolis, obviously. Um, he's got a nice crack to the bat, but he's more of like a hit guy. Nice I don't think he's got guy. the, and he's super fast, bro. Watching it live, like I was at the game yesterday, dude. He is fast, and ever since his first outing, I think he's got a multi-hit game. Except for his first game, he didn't get on. He only got on base on the yeah, walk, he, but he's gotten a multi-hit game every single. Time every since. game that's crazy since he came back yeah and, I, and he's just so valuable because like, like i was talking about it where he like i hate how players are like you know you hit an infield hit and like they're jogging they don't even make it to first but i love yeah. the guys that are trying to prove themselves and just running through the bag and he beats beat one yesterday and like just a passion i think that's what you need from a guy like that just to bring up the the clubhouse you know so i absolutely love it, and i think that's win. like a that's like a great it's like a great time of the season to like to add somebody like that too. It's just like a breath of fresh air because mm-hmm. I mean, right? You're 100 and let's call it 110 games into the season, 120 games into the season. Like this is the point where like it's really like it's you really got to be into it. Training, you really got to you know? be like yeah, you got to be putting this forward every day. Long time, like Texas, it's 110 out for 15 days straight. Like yeah, I know we're playing inside, but like still, like just somebody that give you that breath of fresh air, that give you that energy, and like having somebody that's just going to make those effort plays is just going to, and like you're having somebody like JP, like making those effort plays and you have guys like Jonah Heim starting to come back from injury. Like, um, Eovaldi, like through like a two inning, long another, another bullpen bullpen today. Today. like, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, you just like start to see like, Hey, like we're wrong. Like, we're like what? And nine and or eight and two in our last 10. And we're mm-hmm. having guys that are like, we're getting better. Like we, yeah. And our, our lineup, I feel like too, coach is going to start yeah. having a problem making the lineup. But like uh, Jankowski was out, and then you're bringing in JP. You benched Leody today because yeah. he's been god awful. He's been batting yeah. like sub 200, maybe sub 150 for the month of July and August. <laughs> so, and he's he's messed up a couple of times in the outfield too, which is pissing me off. But hey, you don't know, maybe JP is gonna be the I don't know like, but Leody's valuable yeah, with his speed the, as well and like switch hitter. But I mean, you see that maybe that makes you want to do better. And I mean, and yeah, onto by Zeke you a little bit. Zeke has been on a little, little yeah, funk. Hey, I'm being honest. You could see it he's, yesterday. He's gotten, like, he's gotten better though. He's gotten better. I think the, like I think it was what when the same day that Garver had three hits. So what was that Saturday? He had two. Like he had like yeah. a, he had two or three, and then tonight mm-hmm. he's got he's two for four. Okay, I mean, okay. He's not he's not hitting as well as he was at the start of the year, and I couldn't tell you the last time it, he had a home run, but like. Yeah, I could, I could, I know that really since the All Star break, he's kind of been struggling at the plate. Yeah. And, and I, I, think was like, like, I think he was almost a. Yeah, keep going. I think oh, but right before the All Star break, maybe he was a three hundred hitter. Oh yeah, somewhere him and thereabouts. Yeah. And, yeah, and now they're he's at two eighty five. I mean, his, which is still his, not like, bad. OPS, like we're here complaining, bro. Like two eighty five, no, I'm taking yeah. that all day. Absolutely, and like his OPS is still like what close to eight hundred, which or is like right at eight hundred, eight ten. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's something that like you're complaining about because he's in a slump, but like still like, and yeah. like looking back to that 2021 season, like if you were to say that like, Oh, like 
our eight hole hitter is has eight ten OPS and he's going through a slump like and we're upset about it. Like <laughs> I think it's, it's good that we're getting upset about it, you know? It just shows yeah, how like, absolutely, absolutely. You know how much we know this team is capable of and like we know that they could be doing yeah. better. And I mean he's lucky right now that he hasn't um he's not um like no one's really like no one else can play third. I mean you have Josh Smith, yeah. you're not gonna put Josh Smith over Ezekiel. No shot. Yeah. <laughs> the then, that's um, even worse than the plate. He's been getting on base every once. Like once I see him, like he's put some batting gloves he's on. Been, he actually he usually does. He has it, been but... like yeah, he has been raking a little bit. I like I say raking, but like he's been he's been raking for him. For Josh Smith, recently. I was like that's raking. For Josh for Smith, Josh that's raking. Smith. <laughs> that's hey, raking. bro, it's the batting gloves. It's the batting gloves. It's the batting gloves, bro. I hate when people don't wear batting gloves. It just pisses me off. Yeah, I'm trying to be crazy. different so bad. <sighs> Josh Young, I don't understand. Like he wears, I think Josh Young wears one batting glove. I don't know if you ever noticed. Sometimes maybe next time. Uh, does he? Whenever no, I don't he's think back, he wears any. Does he? Yeah, and he. I think he wears. I'm telling you, I think he wears one, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Because I, I remember like looking at it in a game, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, why? Just wear gloves. Like, you're holding an all wood bat. Yeah, just I think Cal Tucker doesn't wear gloves either, and he absolutely rakes. So obviously, it doesn't make yeah, you better or worse. Yeah, but. it's just like I don't know. If you're a 220 hitter, maybe try some bad games. <laughs> some bad games. I, I, I don't know. Who am I? Who am I to talk? I did never <laughs> Yeah, we got a, baseball, we got a so zero batting know. average over here, bro. We can't be talking. <laughs> but I know I'd be wearing gloves, um, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Um, but I'm yeah, kind no of blisters. to move on. No shot. <laughs> uh, to move on to the, the current Rangers Angels series. Um, you were at the game yesterday. Uh, tell me about a little bit about the 12-0 the win. Oh, I was awesome, man. Like I said, we got to see um, – uh, position player pitch, little, so that was fun. Oh yeah, he was lucky slinging sometimes. We were talking about it, brother. He was not <laughs> bro, involved yes. in stuff. <laughs> he was yes, not in the pitch bro, like, bro, just throw your ball. He was lucky slinging some though. Like he throws some lob, like, like lobbed ones, and he just slings it. I'm like, damn. Bro. Yeah, it was like funny. Like he like I was like watching it, and I was like, he would all of a sudden just like sit there and just like quick, like just quick, yeah. just almost like quick pitch, and then he would throw like 82. Like up and in. I was in, like, oh my God, like, yeah. And I was like, I like, I understand oh. how they're not like, they're not getting on base. They're grinding. I think somebody grinded into a double play yesterday. Like, you see that? And then he like lobs a 42 mile an hour, like, like junk ball into the dirt. On the, too. On the so computer, like, on the, like the screen, you know, it tells you the pitches. When he throws those lob yeah. ones, it'd be like slider. I'm like, bro, there ain't no slider. <laughs> no, that was no slider. Oh my that God. Was just, that was like, yeah, geeky. but another, another interesting thing that I saw was with Patrick Sandoval. Uh, former, okay. he, yeah, played for Mexico. He's Mexican, so uh, you know, I rooted for him a little bit. He was also my fantasy, and I was really okay. close to not playing him. But then Yahoo Sports comment said, bro, his numbers against the Rangers are really good. So I yeah. said, okay, I'm going to bet against my team. And he couldn't even get <laughs> out the second inning, out? which was very yeah, frustrating, though. If you were watching the game, he should have been out the inning. But they weren't covering, I think, on one of the plays, so he had to stay again. And I, you could just see, like, in his body language, bro, he did not want to pitch anymore. He was frustrated. Yeah. Should have been out the inning, like I said. And, like, the way he was getting the ball back, like, he was barely catching it. He was just mad. And he got benched. And you saw him go to the bench. And, like, you see stuff that you don't see on TV. He was just uh, just sad as shit sitting there. And I also saw Scherzer, bro. For Scherzer, the, once that last out is at, uh, from the batting, when the Rangers are on offense, he's the first one yeah. up and up running. He's running. I believe it. He's a psychopath. He's running, he's bro. A like you know, psychopath. No, he's a, he's waiting right there, and he mm, runs. And I'm like, yeah, my he goes. God, he's bro. like, okay. Uh, but yeah, he was he, absolutely he's... amazing, bro. Seeing his curveball, 
in like live oh. 74 72 miles per hour you're just like why are people some, not of, some of his strikeouts like were just like i i don't remember what inning it was i think it was like a 3k inning that he had mm-hmm. and just like one of the pitch sequences that he had were just like disgusting it's insane to me. he got like a he got like a like a swinging strikeout on like a slider that was probably like two foot in the opposing box and like just like and it broke so late and you just see the batter just like just like sticks his bat out there because like he he had already committed way yeah. like too early on it's like i have I have no shot and like to go no, seven, yeah. it was think, it was fun watching them like i said for the first time watching them live it was fun yeah man and then like i know you and i had talked about it through text but like Adoli's like his home run, like he, he just like throws his bat out there, and it looks like <laughs> it looks like a pop up off his bat, and then it goes four fifteen dead center. I was gonna say, no, I saw him center. swing, and like you see, like he kind of, I don't know if he kind of swung with one arm, kind of because he reached for it. It was outside, the, it wasn't yeah, even a bad pitch. Make sense. Outside the box or outside the strike zone, and I see him like pimping it, like he's walking. You know, he throws his bat, and I'm yeah. like, bro, you popped up. But then I'm looking at the ball, going, going, going deep center, and I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> That just got out of here. Like, I yeah, was like, man, bro. It, like, it, it was, it, honestly, to me, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's just like a, it's a warning track pop-up or something like that. And then I saw, like, it just, like, cleared the wall. And I was like, no. Like, and then you look at him and you're like, okay, like, you forget that, like, he's built like a Greek god. Like, he's just, like, Golly, massive. Man, he got massive, so much pop to his bat, bro. My gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw some homies with Simeon and Garcia. Yeah, so yeah I mean, one. five RBIs yesterday, which is like... Yeah, season high. I mean, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So, and then uh, tonight, game just went final. 7-3 uh, win. It's another dub, baby. Yeah, another dub. Uh, Seager, five RBIs, two home runs tonight. He homered again? see it. I saw yeah, the first home run, but since we've been filming, I haven't looked at anything. Yeah, uh, and then... Yeah, like I said, Zeke, two for four tonight. And then who else had an RBI? Simeon had another RBI. And Jankowski uh, also had an RBI. Montgomery went pretty well, had a pretty good night. Uh, six innings pitched, six hits, one earned, nine Ks. So it's, uh, you know, it looks like the, the deadline moves that we made were, were pretty nice. And like another you know, guy. Our starting rotation uh, has looked so good, man. Like yeah, this recent, like, Perez, like spam like, of games, bro. Yeah, like they've. I know, like, really, it was, like, July, like, we are kind of going through it pitching-wise, and then now, like, mm-hmm. really since since the month has changed and really since the deadline, like, I guess that's the same time, if you think about it. But, like, really since 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 August has started, like, our rotation has just looked so good. And, like, our relievers, like, uh, Chapman, it tonight had an inning pitched. Mm-hmm. No hits, no, like, 1K. Stratton, and, I mean, like... Just everybody's so like, like, yeah, he finally so, gave up a bomb. I see that. So he's, he's yeah. human. Yeah. So really, you know, looking ahead kind of, I mean, it's looking good. I mean, that's a, that's a series win against a, a division opponent. And then we got John Gray in the mound tomorrow. So hopefully kind of finish out the sweep and then big series against the Brewers coming up. Um, which it'll, I'm kind of interested to see like what you're thinking on that series and, and how important it is, even though that they're not an AL side. Yeah, um, I see we're going to see Woodruff, so I'm not liking that at all. Um, looks yeah. like he just got back. I said I don't pay attention too much to the Brewers, but they've been consistently yeah, kind of good. That, yeah. Are they um, I saw that he only – this is only going to be his fifth yeah, game are. that he started all year. I was about to say, but he's got a so, sub-2 ERA, what it looks like right now. 
Yeah, I mean, in four games to have he's a like, damn good pitcher though. One, yeah, sub two RA, twenty six Ks, and the the less than one WHIP. Yeah, that's um, that's walks massive. Training, like that's that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. So, I think we kind of got the meat of our starters coming up anyway with with Heaney, Dunning, and, and Scherzer. Yeah, you, you better hope Friday, you get the Saturday, good Heaney. Sunday. And he's been yeah, on a so, tear ever since we got those starters. And he knows that he, he, his job's on the line, or someone's job's on the line when Yovaldi comes back. Yeah. Unless yeah. you go to that six-man mm-hmm. rotation. But you already saw Martin get the boot. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And then yeah. kind of looking past that, we got the Diamondbacks. Um, probably this time next week when we're recording, we'll kind of be talking about the two-game series that we have against the Diamondbacks. But, I mean, that's mm-hmm. – you know, Rangers are kind of looking to, to take it home and, and kind of keep going how they are. Yeah. Uh, what you got? Let's see. Next time we make our podcast, what do you think our record's gonna be? Our week record. Uh, so, so we, we got six five games, games if we count for six games. Uh, yeah. six games if, if we count, we count the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll count the one tomorrow, and I say that probably lose tomorrow. We probably lose on Tuesday. Zach Gallon's on the mound, and oh yeah, I see stud. that. We've been we've been kind of unlucky with all the rotations. We get all the good pitchers. Yeah, so I think I think we lose those two. I think we sweep Milwaukee, and I oh, think we okay. split with Arizona. So I think we go four and two, and some and two. really in some combination. But I think I think four and two kind of makes sense. I could see us maybe dropping one, maybe the maybe the Heaney start if he's not back to his full health, like full over the sickness. Oh yeah, that he you gotta has. hope he doesn't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fine. I mean. If he's if he's fine, then I think we go four and two. But I mean, you really never know. But I, I think like that. That's I think crazy. four and two like is that. kind of is something that I think is realistic, and I think that that kind of I don't know who the Astros have coming up. I think you'll know more than I will. But yeah, I think that's kind of like a good a good look at what we got going on. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good transition. How you said um, I'm going to talk about the um, real briefly about the Rangers and Astros remaining strength of schedule. Saw a little article about this. So, because I've been seeing, like I told you, I don't want to even shout his name out because I don't want to give him any type of clout. I forget what his name is. I'm sure you've seen him. That guy on Twitter, this is the second time I've talked about him. Um, he's always shitting on the Rangers saying, oh, but put this straight to schedule. Or, like, look who they're playing. Blah, blah, blah. If you had to guess, who do you think has a harder remaining schedule? The Rangers or the Astros? Uh, I'm going to assume the way that you pose the question is the Rangers. And you are correct. Yeah. Yep, the Ran- this article does it, it's not even a Rangers Astros article. It's literally just showing the schedule three contenders who are helped and three who are hurt by the remaining of the games. And the Rangers are one of the teams that are being hurt. They're the, they're the number one team. They the, have the hardest remaining schedule. And the MLB. Who do we play? Uh, so it says because um, we have a series against the Mariners, the Astros, the Blue Jays, the Brewers, and the Red Sox. Jeez, yeah. And then. Um, the sec or the third easiest strength schedule is the Astros. Here the here the schedule out for these guys. Um, the Rangers are where the toughest remaining games for them. Um, they have twelve games to go against Oakland Royals and Tigers. No way. That's twelve of their games. The remaining season. That yeah, that's actually crazy to think about. That like three of the like worst teams in the league that they have. So, and they have 12 games. I, but again, like you said, we have the same schedule. We played those guys early yeah, in the season. Yeah, it is early. what it is, right? So, got to take advantage of the game. Like I said, we're going to be going to that Monday Labor Day game. That yeah, series Rockville. is going to 
dude, I'm excited. That's that's gonna I feel like some postseason like, baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Especially Labor Day. I love I mean, it. It's gonna be it's gonna be packed. It's gonna be packed. Like, it's gonna be packed. Yeah. Think about road three o'clock. Some brewskis game out. Oof. Oh, yeah. hey, I'm gonna start a fight, bro. Longlist. I'm gonna start a fight. Hey, come on now. Mm. Come on. <laughs> And uh, I'll talk one more briefly thing. The Rangers did sign a two-time All-Star. Um, not too big of a name, uh, Josh Harrison. Uh, he was on the Phillies to start off the season. But they had to um, cut someone from their 40-man when they traded for Michael Lorenzen, which threw a no-no last time we were talking. Yeah, so I guess it was a so good I cut. So I guess it was pretty good cut. He was only batting, um, he was only batting like 200, I think, with them. Uh, for his career, 270, 73 homers, 380 RBIs, and 1,200 games. He started with the Pirates, uh, went to the Nationals, Athletics, and White Sox, and recently the Phillies, and now the Rangers. Raising me on a minor league deal. Uh, he's a big utility guy. Uh, he played six different positions for the Phillies. So I think he could just play anywhere in the outfield. He's going to be like a Zeke, you know, as he can play anywhere in the outfield. Yeah. And some infield guys. Um, I don't think we'll see him play. Maybe just to have a guy, maybe this probably, sense, yeah, with Brad Miller, maybe like he maybe the more man or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think that's I mean, when you see something like Brad that. Miller. Yeah, and that it kind of makes sense, right? Like you're getting the playoffs, and you want to have that flexibility. And like, say somebody does get hurt, like you want to have somebody on the forty man that you have, like that's proven in the majors, and you know it's nice that we have a really good farm system, but like still, like you don't want to bring. You don't want to get those young guys in this like important like. These games and, right yeah, now, obviously. Say say you're in the ALDS and you need to call some like before the ALDS, you need to call somebody up. Like you don't want to call up somebody like you don't want to call up Evan Carter. That's what I'm saying. That, I think like, that's why JP is, is, was the guy to call up instead of yeah. Evan Carter, which is good because you don't want to rush him yet. I think. I think Absolutely. they really want to be patient with him. They don't want to I think they did that with Leoti a little bit when he first started. He had a bunch of like up and down seasons. It looks like he's finally got it settled yeah. down. So I don't think they want to do that with Leoti. Or with uh, Evan Carter. No. So I, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good pickup, and I think it's, it's a smart move just to bring in more depth. That yeah, doesn't hurt you. you know, and it's just, a utility guy that can play anywhere, whenever you. Yeah. And if I told Especially you like, last week in the paternity, there's a lot of guys that are about to have kids. Yeah. They didn't say who. Yeah, maybe another guy goes down, and that's why um, you get Harrison to come up to fill up that yeah, spot. Absolutely. Need somebody to have the kids soon, or have wait. <laughs> I mean, I just be like, nah, hey, we'll send you some flowers. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we got a game tomorrow. Come on now. Yeah. Um, and then kind of the, the last two major points, we'll kind of breeze through this stuff. We're kind of running a little long today. Yeah, we're having a little fun the today. Cowboys, yeah, right? <laughs> the Cowboys. They had the first preseason game against the Jags. They ended up losing, I think it was 28-23, Yeah, something like that. It doesn't really matter. We didn't really um, – it's the preseason. You just have guys that are going out there, especially the first preseason game. You know, they're getting the young guys out there, trying to get them reps, trying to get them, you know, prove whether or not that they can do it. Um, I was pretty impressed to see that, that Will Greer and Cooper Rush combined to go 32 of 43, 246 yards, and two touchdowns and interception. Mm. Um, obviously, it's a lot of completions for not very many yards. I think it was like 6.3 or 6.6 yards in attempt. That's insane. Which yeah, like, isn't great. And only 246 yeah, yards. Yeah, isn't really great. But like to have you know two backup quarterbacks that can go out there and consistently complete passes, and at least like put the ball in play and, and mm. let your play. Like, I mean, you didn't see guys like 
CD or um, Brandon Cooks or Michael Gallup yeah. out there running around. So like, mm-hmm. just to have have guys like that that you can trust to go out there and, and at least put the ball in your playmaker's hands and like do something is super super valuable to have. Um, one guy that like I was super impressed with when I was watching watching the highlights was Deuce Vaughn. I think he was kind of the Dude, talk all over social media. Bro. He was and, everywhere. And that's like that's like as like a TCU fan and like seeing him up close and personal, really like at the Big Twelve Championship game at AT and T was like just some of the like one on one in an open field tackle, like Deuce Vaughn. I don't think anyone can get him bro. extremely difficult to tackle. Mm-hmm. And I mean Obviously, there's the story on, like, the narrative that he's 5'5", five, five, like, a buck 80, but, like, his center gravity, like, is super, super low, and he just, like, he can change direction like it's nothing. And so it's, mm. like, really, really good to have. Um, eight carries, 50 yards is, like, for a debut on somebody that, like, oh, like, is he big enough to be in the NFL? Like, can he, like, withstand it? Like, he's not going to be your, your main back, but, like, no, even if sure. he was, like, he could do it, I think. And so I think that, like, someone behind somebody like a Tony Pollard, like, I think Deuce Vaughn is, like, a great person to have. And I know Dak has raved about him all camp. Mm. And, like, all the reports are coming out that, like, he's, like, really, really going to be an important playmaker this year. And I think that that's somebody that's, like, great to have. Um, Talking on another playmaker, Jalen Tolbert. So he was a third-round draft pick out of, I don't know, Southern Alabama, maybe? I don't know. I don't really remember where. Yeah. But last year was his rookie year. Mm. Um, and everybody in camp has been saying that, like, you know, he is, like, really balling out. He's Legit, really taking you know, a big step. I think – Yeah, big steal. Yeah, last year – last year was kind of a disappointing year. He didn't really have – contribute like he wanted him to. But, like, yeah, in the preseason game, two receptions, 29 yards. Tud, I sent you a – I think I that sent tweet. you a tweet, like, with a ridiculous yeah, catch, catch in the that back. he made in the end zone. Like, yeah, it's just, like, super, super impressive, and it's good to see somebody like that take a jump. I mean – our like starting three receivers are pretty nailed down and in C D, Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup, but like to have a fourth receiver that you can trust to go out in the game and, you know, let's say he has ten receptions, hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns on the season. Like that's successful, I think, for a second year guy that's playing behind three studs. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. Um, and then really the last big point that I have on the Cowboys is Finally, this is the Zach Martin holdout ends. Um, About time, bro. I think it took yeah, it took yeah. one preseason game. Jerry saw one preseason game and saw that's our backup O line. One of these guys is gonna have to start, and he said, yeah. "All right, nah, how cool. much did you want, Zach? How much did you want, Zach?" <laughs> yeah, and I think it's I think it's a good solution for everybody. Um, Eighteen million dollars each of the next two years, so it's an eight and a half million dollar increase over the next two mm-hmm. years. He was originally scheduled to get thirteen five this year and then fourteen next year. Um, and like, I mean, he's a future Hall of Famer. He has more Pro Bowls than oh, holding yeah. calls. Like, it's that's just, insane. Like, when you when you, you put it like that. that, like it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, I mean, he's kind of the heart of what we have at the, on the offensive line, and mm-hmm. you know that when he's out there and when he's healthy, like he's going to be playing at all pro level. And it's like, okay, you know, we want to take care of you and we want you to be there. And, you know, I think he's worth every bit of that $18 million. Um, and then I'll let you hit on this if you want, but really the last big deal is um, former Cowboy Ezekiel Elliott signs a one-year deal with the Patriots. Um, I think it was a $3 million base salary with a $1 million signing bonus and then incentives can incentives take up yep. to another $2 million to a total value of $6 million. 
Um, do you think that he's going to really contribute? I know they have like Ramondre Stevenson up there and stuff like that, and I'll be kind of interested to see like what he really has left in the tank. I mean, with Belichick, bro, anything's possible. I don't know if you saw, I think Michael yeah. Parsons tweeted that <laughs> Zeke was going to go for like 2K yards or something. Yeah, because like he, hey, he, he trimmed his hair back. He's back and I was like, yeah, that's Zeke. what you saw first. You saw the haircut, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's skinny Zeke. I don't know if it's just a picture, yeah. like maybe with Luca too. You see, like, Luca get a haircut yeah. from the summertime. It's, it's like, oh my God, Bill, it's skinny Bill, Luca. 100%, 100% Bill Belichick was like, hey, like, if you want to sign this deal, like, you got to cut your hair. Got to cut it. Shit. So, yeah, it's not gonna that wouldn't surprise me. He's a tight, bro. He'd love the Yankees. Yeah, that's, that's it. probably his favorite team. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, I mean, the thing is, he wasn't a bad back bro, a bad back for us, but it was like once you put into consideration how much he was making and what he was contributing to yeah. the team, like, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just the ratio was really off with Absolutely. what he was doing with the reps, you know, getting overtaken by Paul at some point in the season. And I, like I said, I, I would, I wanted him on the team. I, I really did, but I'm mean, I, yeah, happy he was I, able I to thought... find someone and we'll play him in yeah. week four, I think this year. So we'll see him there and hopefully he doesn't yeah. run all over us. Yeah. No, I think, I think he would have been a great person to have as like a second string back. I mean, if we could have got him for, I don't think the bad thing is I don't think we have the four million dollars to give him, but like if we could have gone back for yeah. a year and like two million guaranteed or something like that, like I think we would have been a great second back because I know we've kind of already talked about it in the past, but like he's great in goal line situations. He's a great pass protector. Like I think he does a lot of good things still, and you know he may not be hundred percent or he may have not been hundred percent healthy the last two years or last three years, but like I think he's still somebody that is like super popular in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like big name when it comes to the fans and like. I think he would have been helpful to have, but he's a know, damn good number see, two. I mean, I'll tell you that. Absolutely. And like, you could do a lot worse. Um, so, you know, hopefully I don't think the Patriots are really going to be that good this year. So, you know, obviously I'm still a fan of him and I think he's a great mm-hmm. player and I'll root for him. Just not I'd love four. to see him. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I would love to do well and just not against the Cowboys. So yeah. that's kind of it for the Cowboys. I know some stuff going yeah. on with Luke and the boys down there. Look on the boys. Um, the NBA released the uh, in-season schedule for, or the in-season tournament. Um, we'll chime into that a little bit more. I think once it starts, because I kind of didn't really look into it or know how it's working. Or yeah, that's fair. I know that. I, think so, I saw the mm-hmm. the first game was in Denver against the Nuggets yeah. or something like that. I think we're yeah, like we got at Denver. Yeah. So yeah, yeah here you got the schedule for us. So it's gonna be all November. It looks like it's gonna be every week. Well, we miss a week in there or whatever. So, yeah, uh, Mavericks will yeah. play at Denver the first game. Uh, we'll play the Clippers at home. We'll play at New Orleans. And then we play the Rockets at home as well. So, I say we lose to Denver from the get-go. Denver, probably go 2-2 two and two if I'm being honest. I don't, I'd be surprised if we go 3-1 and one if we had, unless we had some more people to the team. I think we could beat the – I mean, I think – that's prime the November. That's prime like early season injury for Kawhi or Paul George or somebody. So like I think we have a shot at home. And we usually Luca Luca starts. Luca starts he off loves, really hot. So this okay, might be his yeah. tournament. This might be it. And then let's see the Pelicans. I mean maybe Zion's hurt. He's got like drama still going on. Like, is, bro. Yeah, you know like with some know, porn stars or something. something <laughs> Come on, now. I got something going on. You know, Houston's kind of still like a. I don't know, Houston's kind of still a dumpster fire anyway. They're still rebuilding. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. They have a new team. See, yeah, they I got see, Van, uh, Van Vliet. Yeah, so I mean. And Dylan I can see Brooks, them going too, I think, is on the Rockets. One. 
Uh, Dylan Brooks is trash. <laughs> yeah, we're paid like a bit. I, I can see them going three and one. Um, mm-hmm. I also see where there's a way that they go one and three. I mean, oh god, uh, okay. I think that. Wow. Yeah, it's just kind of like you don't really know what you're going to get from the Mavericks yet, and I think that that's we got to get a little bit into the season and see like. You know, obviously, I think you and I are both pretty optimistic with, like, last year was bad. I don't think it's – I think it's pretty obvious that Luka doesn't want something like last season to happen again. Oh, no, bro. It's disappointing. Yeah, we'll get to that more when the season starts getting closer and stuff, where they're a little bit more relevant. But, um, yeah, home opener, supposedly. I don't know if it's official yet, but leaked to – I think it was by Shams. So, we'll play Wemby, um, his very very first NBA game. So, that's going to be massive. Did it say it was at home, or are we going to be in San (sighs) Francisco? I want to say it's at San Antonio. I'm not too positive, but I think it makes sense, right? Because it's it's his debut, so I think it's at home. And then another uh, key game is the Christmas game. We'll play at Phoenix, but Luca owns it, so I think he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. He's at home, basically. And I guarantee that's a primetime game that evening. Oh, it has to be. Has to be. All the Christmas games are massive. Last year, we played the Lakers for Christmas. Yeah, and it's so funny. Like I remember, like sitting in my dorm room in college, like watching, watching uh, the one like ESPN game of the Mavs, and it was like the Mavs and the Suns, and it was like pre Luca, like super super young Devin Booker, and they were just like mm. it was god awful basketball. And then now to see like this is a prime like this is a prime time game on Christmas. You're, yep. you're assuming it's a prime time game on Christmas, mm-hmm. like Kevin Durant's playing in it, Kyrie, Luca, Devin Booker now is a star, like. Yeah, it's just it's it's good, crazy man. to see like it's it's super awesome to see like stuff like that and you know how fast fortunes can turn. I don't want to say it's fast because it's probably five years ago at this point, but like still like you know I remember the dog days where <laughs> pre Luca and then like kind of towards the toilet use of Derek. It was it was rough sledding down, man. Yeah, it was. But hey, look at us now, man. So, Wait, we're still kind of shit. Look at us now. So, <laughs> hey, come on now. I don't know how much farther we advanced missing playoffs with Luca. I didn't think that would happen again, bro. That's insane to me. Yeah, you and me both. But anyway, well, that's kind of all we had. Um, you got any final thoughts or anything like that? Then that's it, man. Go Rangers, bro. They're getting high. I love it. Yeah. Hopefully they, they keep yeah, it going. Yeah, you know, um, I would like to wrap this episode up with an inspirational quote from James Harden. Daryl Morey that's is true. a liar. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar. Um, so, yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know, it's been another week. We're kind of said it again last week, but tell your friends. Um, we're kind of starting to really trying to get starting to get in the swing of things. And I think we're kind of figuring out, you know, the episodes and, and kind of how we want the stuff to be broken down. So um, please, like, follow us on social media. I know Oliver's making TikToks and, you know, trying to get we're that trying, going. We're trying. And, you know, we got a little cover art if you guys it. are listening. Yeah. Cover art. So hopefully it's cool. We're trying to boost that up. So if you guys have any suggestions, anything you guys want to hear, anything you guys want us to talk about, let us know. Um, you can kind of find us all over the place. I think my social medias are pretty much at ATX Nav, um, NAV. What are yours? Uh, Twitter is OPA underscore official. I don't have a check mark. I'm just official. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Instagram is just Ollie Placentia, probably easier for you guys. Yeah, so yeah, man, hit us up if you guys have anything that you guys want to hear about, hit anything you guys want us to talk about, anything, any guys, any suggestions that you have for us to get better at this. I know we're still pretty new at this, and we're you know it's kind of something we want to consistently do and, and get better at and kind of grow. So um, that's it for this episode of Austin and Ollie. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be a friend, tell a friend, support, 
spread the word, give us a subscri uh, subscribe, check us out on YouTube too. We have that TikTok. We're working on it too. So, um, and with that, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys.